Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey guys, it's BK with the True Sun Podcast. We're talking Mizzou each and every week. Football, basketball, we've got it all for you. It's all on the 435 Podcast Network, and you can download each episode now on the Radio.com app. Welcome back into the Forest of Pot podcast. We should have been done with this thing 20 minutes ago. Yes, sir. He's Dusty Likens. I'm Steven Serta. It's really because we spent so much time discussing all of the devastating Week 14 <laughs> injuries around sure, the NFL. I'm not sure why that's laughable to you. It's just, man, fantasy postseason's in full swing. Some people had their hearts broken yesterday in the first round of the playoffs. Hopefully you were like me and you had a first round bye, but you still had your heart broken because you lost DJ Chark and he's probably done for the season. He he got a, a ankle injury. They said he is week to week. He was seen yesterday in a boot with one of those like ankle scooter things. Yep. Wheeling out of the stadium. I have to imagine. Scooter, actually. I, even if he misses the next two weeks, Done. he's not going to come back for week 17 and play again. They're not playing for anything in Jacksonville. He's done for the year. You don't play playoff games in week 17 either. Yeah, in fantasy he's, football, done, he's done for the season. I mean, at least Mike Evans like went down a hero. Mike Evans, like Bruce a, Arians, yeah. did not rule him out for the rest of the season. Oh, Christ. But said that he finds it hard to believe he is going to play the rest of the year. I mean, he knew it, sat down, didn't move, didn't stand up, and then eventually got helped off the field. It was, yeah, it was immediately, you could tell it was bad. At least it was on a 61-yard touchdown. That's what I'm saying. So he at least gave you something yesterday. Calvin Ridley had another nice game yesterday. And gone. I put this out earlier. Calvin Ridley announced on his Instagram after he left yesterday's game with an abdomen injury, he is done for the rest of the season. Mm. He was really coming on after they traded Muhammad Sanu. He was finally becoming... A significant part of the offense. Over his last four games, he had 395 receiving yards and three touchdowns in four games. Mm -hmm. He had been fantastic. He was, like, on pace to be a league winner down the stretch for the Atlanta Falcons. And they got Austin Hooper back. They got Julio Jones back. Like, Calvin Ridley was going to ball out for the rest of the fantasy playoffs. And he's done. And now it's going to be Russell Gage. Yeah, and you can go pick up Russell Gage. That's probably a guy that is still available in a lot of leagues. But they got the 49ers this week. You're not going to play Russell Gage against the 49ers. I mean, the 
the New Orleans Saints did a pretty good job against that yeah, defense. Yeah, that's the Saints. Man. That's not the Atlanta Falcons. The Saints are a Super Bowl contender. The Falcons have like three wins. I just still find it weird that you were laughing when you said that there's a lot of injuries this week. Devontae Parker left yesterday's game with a concussion. Devontae Parker was one of the feel-good stories of the season. Yep. He was supposed to be a league winner. Don't we do he this He was supposed every year? to carry you to fantasy greatness. He ruined all my DraftKings lineups yesterday. Mm, he did or the guy that hit him did? Um, he checked into the Blue Tent Hotel, man. And, he's got uh, a concussion. We don't know when he's going to be okay. Jared Cook. Had two catches yesterday. They went were down both a hero. for touchdowns. He went down a hero, man. So he at least helped. Then like a, he got a concussion and left the game. Like getting a hit with a broken bat. That's the second time he's he's going to have to miss time this year. He might not. Just, he might just not play again until the actual playoffs. Man. Mark that, Andrews left yesterday's game with a knee injury, and then Hayden Hurst had a long ass touchdown. Mark Andrews said that he expects to be fine, though. Just some some What's type your of issue uh, with Hayden Hurst? some type of. If you're a Mark Andrews owner, you don't want Hayden Hurst balling out, taking away targets away from Mark Andrews. How the hell are you going to start Mark Andrews with any type of confidence? A lot of people probably picked up Bilal Powell, like I told like I told everybody to on Sunday morning, and he had an okay game, but then he got hurt and left the football game with a foot and an ankle injury. Good thing I told people to pick up Ty Montgomery. Le'Veon Bell missed the game with. With an illness, though, mono. so I would expect that he'll be back next week. I think you got mono from Sam Darnold. Bo Scarborough got hurt. Never heard of him. Against the Vikings. If you watch it on Red Zone, they showed that game like once because it was just an awful game. It was terrible. I was actually going against Dalvin Cook in the playoffs this week. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bad game. Bo Scarborough, rib injury. He expects to be okay. So, so he says. Darius Geis. Another knee injury. Yeah, brutal. Uh, Washington said they think it's an MCL sprain, but I have to imagine that that means he's done for the season. Is Leonard Fournette, did he get hurt or did he just have a really bad game? He's had a bad game. Oh, okay. they're, they're just bad altogether. I saw he hung a seven. So I Derrick sure Henry, that, that's something to monitor. Derrick Henry left the game and went to the locker room with a hamstring injury. He did wind up coming back and was still productive, but that's still something... He's probably going to be limited in practice all week. If he re-aggravates it in practice, what the hell are we supposed to do? Mm. Rashad Penny? Done. Done for the season? Yeah. It finally looked like you could start Chris Carson and Rashad Penny on a weekly basis. He's done now. Patrick Mahomes hurt his throwing hand against the Patriots. Supposedly he's okay. Andy Reid said it's really bruised up. Yeah. But that's something we got to worry about now. Jameis Winston... Has a small fracture in his hand. Said he's supposed to get more tests a day. There's a chance that he might miss time. They're they're hope they're they're positive about it though. Yesterday was brutal. Yeah, I mean, isn't that the same thing every year in the NFL? That why we tell you to make sure you get waiver wire pickups. Make sure you get these guys. We've been on Russ. We've been on Russell Gage for weeks now. So if you were listening and you picked him up, put him on your bench. Got nothing to worry about. By the way, I'm scared absolutely shitless to see what happens to Chris Godwin. Now there's no Mike Evans, maybe no no Jameis Winston, and now you just double cover twelve in the in the championship game if I make it there. Like, oh God. Yeah, I mean you still have to play Chris Godwin. But you can't just bench Chris Godwin. That's no, that's will. why that's why he's that's why you're there. You have to hope that Jameis Winston <laughs> could just play through a fractured bone in his hand. I he. He did leave the game yesterday and came back. They said it's a really small fracture, 
So it sounds like he's probably going to be okay. I mean, you just need him to throw touchdowns. You know, he's going to throw four picks and fumble a couple of times well, as he does every game. Five hundred yards and four touchdowns. So the ball. there are actually like a, a significant with all of those injuries that are just devastating to fantasy teams. There's actually some favorable guys that are probably still available in a lot of your leagues. Huh. Ryan Tannehill. Good to see you're positive. Ryan Tannehill still available in over sixty percent of leagues. That's crazy. Been Absolutely incredible. And he was incredible again yesterday. He had 391 yards. He's got at least two touchdowns in seven straight games. Jesus. It's been absolutely incredible. Since he took over as their starter in week seven, the Titans just have the number one scoring offense. And they have turned A.J. Brown into a legitimate wide receiver. One, he has been a little up and down. Hopefully, like me, you already added A.J. Brown. He was on my bench yesterday. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I had him. I was on a buy, so it didn't matter anyways. But I still like to tinker with my lineup. I had Marlon Mack in. I put AJ Brown in, and then at the last minute, I put Marlon Mack back in, as if it mattered for me on a bye week. But then DJ Chark goes down. I lose DJ Chark. I got AJ Brown. Hopefully, you can go get AJ Brown too. He's still available in almost seventy percent of leagues. He balled yesterday. He had one hundred and fifty-three yards and two touchdowns yesterday, including a ninety-one-yard touchdown. He has proven that he can do this all year long. Like yeah. he is a bona fide budding star. It looks like for the Tennessee Titans, AJ Brown, absolutely incredible player. He was one of my favorite wide receivers in this year's draft. Mm-hmm. He absolutely lit it up yesterday. He was fantastic, and this isn't the first game that he's just had a monster game this year. Sure, he's been a little inconsistent, and Ryan Tannehill, like Ryan Tannehill's not, it's not as if he's throwing 40 times a game. Ryan Tannehill's throwing like 20 times a game. He's just been insane with the passing opportunities that he has. And so at this point, there's a large enough sample size that like, and with all of these injuries, you just kind of say, screw it, and, and put him in there and hope for the best. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to this team, I think that the big thing you hit on is that they finally got their connection. You know who the receiver is. You have to trust their running game, which is also opening up the passing game for this team and the Tennessee Titans and everything that's going forward with them. Um, but the fact that A.J. Brown is still available in some leagues is, to me, just absurd. Yeah, I mean, he needs to be owned. Another guy that's still available in a lot of leagues is Deontay Johnson, and I can't quite figure that out. That makes sense. That that's not shocking to me. So I am a Deontay Johnson dynasty owner that in, make sense. Two, di- in two dynasty leagues. Yeah. I actually owned Deontay Johnson in one of my regular season long leagues earlier this year. And I started him one week where he did have a touchdown, so it was a nice streamer spot start for me. I I cut ties with him because yes, he's been inconsistent. Deontay Johnson, another very talented rookie wide receiver. I don't think he's the caliber of A.J. Brown, but he is a guy that I think is going to be really, really good for the Pittsburgh Steelers here in another year or two as he continues to develop as a player. And maybe getting Ben Roethlisberger back will actually change a lot of things next season. Yeah, you know Ben will chuck it. You know, yes. we, you know another guy that we missed that had a good game was Noah Fant, and he also got hurt. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, and I was actually going to get to Noah oh, Fant. Okay, so Noah bad. Fant did actually – he had an incredible game. He was he was Drew Locke's top target. Then hurt his foot. And then he got – then he got hurt and was forced out of action. But 
I haven't seen any injury designation on Noah Fan. I think that they believe he's going to be okay as of us recording this right now. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they'll come out and they'll say that he's done for the year too. But as of right now, they seemed optimistic about the status of Noah Fant. He's again, like, I don't know. Noah Fant, if he plays, I think is a start against the Chiefs. Because the Chiefs yeah. are still struggling against tight ends this season. I know the Chiefs defense looked fantastic against the Patriots last night. But you can't. I don't think you can read that much into their ability to guard seventy-five-year-old Benjamin Watson and Matt Lacoste. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, Did, like I, they had a stat last night that like only I think twenty percent or something of Brady's passes have gone to tight ends this year. So I would I mean, rather go get Tyler Higby, who has now had back-to-back very good games. Yeah, but that's interesting because if, I think if Gerald Everett comes back, he obviously assumes that position. And I don't know if, like, Higby is still worth, like, even keeping on your roster at that point. See, I don't believe that, though, because he's been in the these two games, consecutive games, got over 100 yards back-to-back games. Yeah. Like, but he's looks like Everett he's consistent if, you, if he gets the opportunity. Gerald Everett has not been consistent at all in his yeah. entire NFL career. So maybe this is an opportunity here where they really want to implement the tight end. Higby seems to be the more consistent option at this point in the season. Uh, Todd Gurley. They're finally utilizing him like a workhorse back, although I think Malcolm Brown had a touchdown last night. Uh, was he 34? Is that who Malcolm Brown is? Yes. Yep, he had one. So, But Todd Gurley's finally being utilized as a as a full workload back as the Rams are desperately trying to win out and make the playoffs. Yeah. So I think I like Tyler Higby a lot moving forward the rest of the season. Um He's still available in a in a ton of leagues because nobody was buying the, the monster game last week with no Gerald Everett, no Gerald right. Everett again this week. I think I would add him. Like he is I didn't Ryan Ryan Griffin got hurt yesterday as well. Yeah, he was sick the whole week and then he just literally yeah, yeah he got hurt. Another tight end went down. So Ryan Griffin, he's also hurt. I haven't seen an injury update on him. Tyler Higby's still out there. I think David Njoku is still out there. I added David Njoku and he didn't do anything yesterday. But it was his first game back since early in the season. He was on IR. I still like David Njoku's potential. Baker really, really liked him last year. Baker really favored him Mm -hmm. uh, in the preseason as well. He was targeting him a ton. So I really like David Njoku. If you've got tight end injuries, he's a guy that's still available in a lot of leagues as he just made his return from IR. So I would add him or I would add Tyler Higby. Noah Fant gives me a little bit more pause. I know he's had a couple of good games here in a row now with Drew Locke, but I still have pause about the rookie tight ends. And especially, I think that this is a tough matchup against the Chiefs where, man, when they got, if the Broncos have a bad offensive line, but when you have Frank Clark and Chris Jones coming at you and all of those other guys on that Chiefs defensive line, Mm -hmm. I think they could give Drew Locke a lot of problems. Like, the Texans' pass rush is awful. Yeah. So... They, that was an awful game from the Texans that didn't make a whole lot of sense, but they got routed by the Broncos and rookie quarterback Drew Locke, who was fantastic. Yeah. The Chiefs are a much better defense than that Texans team right now at this point in the season. And the Texans just, they gave everything they had to beat the Patriots right. and then just came into this thing acting like they were going to railroad the Broncos and it was the complete other way around. I don't think the Chiefs are going to do that against a divisional opponent. No, because, I mean... There's only two things that you could say would be in your favor for the Chiefs versus the Broncos, and that would be like maybe the Chiefs are like, ah, well, we've clinched the AFC West. We don't have to play as hard, which I doubt that's the case because they're still playing for a second seed overall in the in the playoff system. 
Not only that, but they could be coming off the uh, hangover of the big win against New England. Either way, I don't think that happens. It doesn't normally happen with Andy Reid teams. But Drew Locke coming home, playing 2-0, and having the game of his career and a two-game career, obviously. But coming back home against a team that has just basically been like, you know what, we're just going to blitz the quarterback because that's the way we're the best. Our corners can't cover. We're just going to blitz the quarterback, make them make quick decisions. And if it goes to their running backs, then we're fine giving it up to the running backs. But you got to kind of think this has the feel of Drew Locke's coming back to Earth Party where it's maybe a touchdown. If it is, they're going to try to target Cortland Sutton. They're not going to tight end. They're not really going to target tight ends. But, you know, Serta's been wrong before, even though this isn't his uh, take. But uh, it does seem, for a positive, it does seem that Noah Fant and Drew Locke do have that pitcher-catcher type of relationship where it's like that's his guy and their connection is has been pretty solid because that re- that one up the sidelines when they were on the one yard line or two yard line yesterday, uh, that's just pure trust. Yeah, no, and Drew Locke has looked really talented. Um, you know, it's he spread the ball around yesterday. They didn't need Cortland Sutton to be super involved in the offense, which was frustrating because it was a really nice matchup on paper for Cortland Sutton. And in yeah. his first game with Drew Locke, he was heavily targeted. Yesterday, not so much. Uh, but he was hitting everybody else. Like that's that's not going to continue to be the case. Like I, I don't think he's going to continue to do that with Noah Fant either. I think that's on a, a game by game basis. Cortland Sutton's still the best receiving option oh, for God. the Broncos. Oh yeah. No, I mean, uh, another receiver that I think I would go add this week if you haven't already. Zach Pascal. I played him in multiple leagues yesterday. Same. Actually, played him yesterday. Uh, T.Y. Hilton was still out. He's still available in nearly seventy percent of leagues. Yeah. Uh, he had 74 yards and a touchdown. He's seen 19 targets over the past two weeks, and he's clearly their top pass-catching option with no T.Y. Hilton. Marlon Mack did return in this game. He was okay. He had a tug. Yeah, it, he was all right. Um, he didn't wow you, but he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't kill you either. And Jacoby Brissett had a nice game. It was you know it was against a uh, a good run defense, bad pass defense. So that was kind of the game script. What's crazy too is that Pascal did that while getting blanked in the first quarter. Because like I was watching that because that was a streamer that I was playing this week. Because I didn't have Adam Thielen again on injury, and I didn't really want to play uh, Slate. You talked me out of playing Slayton tonight, um, and uh, I was just streaming Pascal, and I just looked at. It, I was like, great, this guy's going to get four points. It's zero in the first quarter, and then. Like every Tampa Bay game, it's always exciting to watch. I'm just telling you, every time Tampa Bay plays, it's like the most fun you could possibly have on red zone because they just show all the action because there's either interceptions or fumbles or sacks or touchdowns. And, yeah, Pascal is definitely the truth in that offense. I completely forgot Eli Manning's just starting tonight. 116 and 116, baby. And you hear what you said? Until right now. Do you hear he got interviewed and he, uh, he lived up to my expectations when we were talking about this last week? They said, Eli... Your contract's up. You're 38. Is it over? Oh, I don't know. I'm just here to play tonight and finish out the season. So you're not saying you're done? I can't yeah. talk about that right now. He's, he's not shit. done, baby. He's not done. He's going to go for he four. He's, you know what he's going to do? He's going to throw for four touchdowns, two no. picks, and uh, 320 yards. He's going to be awful. Either way, we're going to get a picture of Eli on the sidelines, and it's going to be a meme by 9 o'clock tonight. <laughs> he's going to be god-awful. You think so? Yes. What do you think about Wentz tonight? Is this a good? You know he's got a touchdown in fifteen straight games, NFL record. Really? I think I saw that on the bottom too. <laughs> he's got a. Passing, I don't know if that's true. He's got like a passing touchdown, like fifteen straight. I, know, I games. got Carson Wentz on my fantasy. Check it team. out. Let's see if that's true. Has he thrown a touchdown all year? 
He has in every yeah. single game this season. 15 he's thrown, straight games. He's eat thrown, that, yeah, he's eat thrown it. at least one. Yeah. Um, they haven't been a lot of them, but I, there's he's, been at least one. He's had some bad fantasy performances this Not year, but week. he does have at least one touchdown in every game. Woo! Yes, he got it right. I may not so, know numbers, or I may not know where Gerald McCoy so ne- plays. So next week, so for my <laughs> fantasy playoff matchup, for Please, the, me to be it. a little selfish here. Yeah. So I was on bye this week. I've got Carson Wentz in my starting lineup. He's got the New York Jets tonight. That's a plus matchup for him. I played him last week uh, against the Miami Dolphins. He had 35 points in this league, 310 yards, three touchdowns. It's fantastic, right? Next week, he's got Washington. Washington's defense has quietly been pretty good over the last six weeks or so. Yeah, they locked up everybody they, Aaron Jones yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay Packers, like Aaron Jones ran all over him yesterday, but Aaron Rodgers basically did nothing the entire game, and I told you guys on Sunday I would not start Aaron Rodgers specifically because of that reason because everyone assumed Aaron Rodgers was just going to come out and throw the ball over them. The Packers won that game by five points. Yeah, they did. Aaron Rodgers, if you started him in your fantasy league, like my friend did in his playoff matchup, after I told him not to. Yeah, I did. He probably lost. He is going to lose. Maybe you still have a good chance of winning, but Aaron Rodgers cost some people some playoff matchups yesterday. I believe that. And that's against that Washington team that has been a little bit more impressive on the defensive side of the ball. Like, that matchup looked like it was super favorable for Carson Wentz. I don't think I can start Carson Wentz now. I've got Jimmy G on my bench. Obviously, Jimmy G was fantastic yesterday. Now he's playing Atlanta with no Desmond Trufant. They also lost him. He is the best cornerback on their roster. He broke his forearm yesterday. He's done for the season. They also lost Calvin Ridley. I think I have to start Jimmy G against Atlanta. Next week in my fantasy postseason. You should have started Jimmy G this week. He's balling, man. Against he's... not not against the Saints, though. Look like, what he this, did. Uh, yeah, I know. He was incredible, obviously. Trust him as your franchise yes. quarterback. I but he's been super inconsistent. Like he, his best games were against he's got two elite games against Arizona. Okay. And then he has an elite game against New Orleans. Those are his only elite fantasy production games all season long. Right. Arizona gives up the most points to opposing fantasy quarterbacks in the NFL. That's what you're supposed to do to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. New Orleans, their defense is actually pretty good. The pass defense has been more susceptible. So that's not a a huge shock. But to like 349 and four touchdowns, like I was not expecting that from Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Because that Saints team can still get after the quarterback. Like they're still a really good run defense. And they didn't run a ton yesterday, but they still struggle. Like Raheem Mostert is the bona fide number one now, it would seem. If Raheem Mostert, which he's still available in some leagues, if he is available, you have to go pick him up Do you right have now. to start him? Yeah, I think you do. Tevin Coleman didn't have a carry yesterday. Not against New Orleans' defense, you can't. Well, I mean, he didn't have that many yards. He still had 21 points. He had 69 yards, I think. I think I'm going to start him in my championship, if I make it to the championship. Well, I would start him. I'm not, I'm not suggesting you shouldn't. Raheem Mostert has to be in your lineup now, because... That's one of the best running teams in the NFL. He looks like he might be the best runner on that team out of that group of backs. Tevin Coleman just wasn't involved. Tevin Coleman didn't get a single carry yesterday. I think he was on the field a little bit, but he wasn't involved in the offensive game plan at all. Matt Breida had a couple of decent runs, but Matt Breida still didn't carry the ball a ton. Is it fair like, to say It that? was all about Moser, and Moser caught a touchdown pass from Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, he did. 
Is it fair to say that Mostert's like the most complete back in a team that runs all the time, but when they need to pass, they can? Yes. Because he's a receiving option, and he clearly yes. knows how to like run he's downhill. The, he's like the only guy that they're genuinely utilizing as an every down back, and they're still mixing the other guys in, but he's obviously been the most productive one and the most explosive one over the last two weeks. Raheem Mostert should be a starter in your lineup for the, for the playoffs. Yeah, it says Coleman technically started the game, but the veteran finished with just three carries for six yards. Yeah, and he didn't get those carries. I think he got all three of those carries in the second half. Yeah. Like um, like later in the game. Do you see anything out of Darwin Thompson that made you believe that he should still be rostered? No. Yeah. And that's about what I expected. I did pick him up in a league just in case. Yeah. Uh it was nice to see him get involved in the passing game, and he had a couple of nice passes out of the backfield. He had a couple of decent plays. Mm-hmm. Um, but Spencer Ware just led the Chiefs running backs at sap count last yeah. night. I feel that's the one thing I feel I got really wrong uh, in about this game is I thought I was like, well, you know, Spencer Ware is going to be the guy that's only going to come in on third down. Like, no, no, Spencer Care, Spencer Ware was the uh, was the featured back. Yeah, he was in a team that doesn't run the ball. Yes. So I mean, we'll take that for what it's worth. It just so I, he got, I think, like forty-four percent of the snaps. Lashawn McCoy was second. Darwin Thompson was third, and Darwin Thompson was third by a significant amount. Yeah, like he is not, especially if they get Damian Williams back. Like Darwin Thompson is not going to be involved enough in anything to where you can bank on starting him or putting him into a lineup. He doesn't even need to be rostered because there's a good chance. Um, there's there's probably a good chance that Damian Williams comes back either this week or next week, I would have to imagine, based on what they've been saying about him. Like, he still hasn't practiced in a couple of weeks, but they keep saying, like, oh, he's getting there. Like, we expect him back soon. Like, he could very easily return to practice this week. Are you okay with him wearing 39? Uh, I mean, I thought about that. I just don't think there's many options when you get added this late in the season. That's true. but So I mean, just, he's just Ron Parker. Yeah, that's fair. I just thought it was interesting seeing Spencer Ware wearing 39. Another guy you should have added yesterday, and I told multiple people to, DeAndre Washington, who actually wound up having a pretty nice game. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, he's not available in our league. Stepping in for uh, the Oakland Raiders because Josh Jacobs... Uh, obviously just dealing with a broken shoulder apparently and has been for several weeks. Could not play yesterday. He seemed to be pretty upset about it. He really wanted to go. So maybe there's an opportunity for him to get back uh, this upcoming week. But if not, DeAndre Washington seemed to be the guy. Like He he seemed to get a majority of the work. Jalen Richard got some time too, but DeAndre Washington seemed to be the, uh, the better of the two. I would absolutely go at him because you know the Raiders are going to run the football. And so he's going to have opportunity. So for a team that, uh, you know, you're struggling at the running back position or maybe you've been getting by all year long by kind of just plugging and playing guys based off of matchups and stuff like that, I think DeAndre Washington, if Josh Jacobs does not go, is a guy that you could absolutely put into a lineup. Yeah, I don't think – like, let's just try to think this out real quick. Josh Jacobs is the future of the Oakland Raiders, correct? Like, he's their feature back. He's been a stud this year. He's probably going to win Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't win the division. It's a long shot for you to make the playoffs in the wild card situation just because of what's going on in the AFC East plus your tiebreakers, you're screwed in. Why would the Raiders let him play any more the rest of the year with only three games left? And they definitely don't need to. So then, yeah, you should definitely go get Washington. 
Another guy that I'd be interested in picking up, he's a guy that I actually drafted in a lot of leagues and then cut because he was not involved in the offense whatsoever, Anthony Miller. He has been getting worked into the Chicago passing game pretty heavily, and as Mitch Trubisky has got back-to-back weeks with three touchdown games now, been playing pretty good, been com- coming on a little bit. Straight face. I, I'm not saying pick up Mitch Trubisky and put him in your fantasy lineup, yeah, but Anthony yeah. Miller is a guy that... Uh, like he's got the Chiefs in two weeks, but I, and I'm certainly not playing him in that game. But he's a guy who's been getting targeted a ton by Mitch. Mitch Trubisky said that he liked him uh, coming into the season a lot. And he was targeting him a ton in training camp, which was why I decided to go out and get him in a lot of my drafts. And they do have the Packers coming up this week. So it's not an ideal matchup, but I would imagine a lot of the focus is going to be on Allen Robinson. He's going to be a secondary guy. That could uh, maybe get some opportunity there. Yeah. So I don't hate Anthony Miller because he's been getting a ton of targets. Yeah. He scored this week. Like, he's getting opportunities. And now. we talked about him last week, too. Like, is he worth picking up? And the first reaction from you was just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I like Anthony Miller's talent. Good hell. I've liked him all year. I liked him in training camp. He was my one of my sleeper targets. He's finally starting to get some use. I like to see that from Anthony Miller. Look Anthony Miller's God. my guy. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll see what happens. He did ball, though, Thursday night against Dallas, which yeah. is normally not a good matchup, and he did well. But, but Dallas has quit playing football for that team, so. Nobody but won. if A.J. Brown's available, go get A.J. Brown. He's my top ad. He's sure. a stud. Maybe Kendrick Bourne. Okay, hit the music. Maybe go get. Go, he, what's that Jimmy guy from, G's been targeting the hell out of him in the red zone. I don't know what the deal is. Go get Scott Blow or whatever that uh, guy's Debo name is. Debo Samuel, Emmanuel Sanders aren't available. I bet Kendrick Bourne is. I'm taking Debo Samuel with my first pick in the second round next year. I don't give a shit. That's who I'm taking. That guy is an absolute stud. He's going to be really good. Yeah, he is. That dude is a stud. I'm taking Sutton in the first round, Samuels in the second round. My God. I don't know. Those guys are just stuck. I like those guys a lot. Sutton and Samuel. He's Dusty Likens. I'm Steven Serta. We'll talk to you guys later this week. Still thinks funny and Hey, it's Steven Spector. Check out the Pray for the Push podcast, a podcast focused on sports gambling with the intent to win you money, but with the hopes of just breaking even. It's up on the 435 Podcast Network, and download each episode now on the Radio.com app. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.